What are you drunk on? By Sean McAvoy. Acts 2, 12 and 13. And they all continued in amazement and great perplexity, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others were mocking and saying, They are full of sweet wine. These men are not drunk as you suppose, Peter told the bewildered crowd at Pentecost. This is what was spoken of through the prophet Joel. The Holy Spirit had been poured out. And I've always found it fascinating that its effects could be mistaken for the pouring out of, shall we say, less holier spirits. To be sure, the Bible instructs Christ followers to be sober-minded. And there's honor and maturity in a steadfast, stoic reaction to life's trials. But then there's this fantastic scene in Acts that just fills me with tiny bubbles of delight. There's so much power and joy and overflowing involved with the Holy Spirit that sometimes, well, we Christians just seem a little bit crazy, flipped out, punch trunk, downright giddy. And who wouldn't like to see more of that side of us these days? Reflecting on this kind of spirit-trusting, God-leaning fun reminds me of my three summers as a Christian youth camp counselor. The labor was hard, but not in vain. The purpose was evident. The craziness was everywhere. Go nutso Picasso, our director would say, and show these kids that being a Christian isn't some droll, fun-killing existence, but something real, life-giving, sustaining, and joyous. And indeed it was, and is. My closest friends and I had an odd high school experience, in that we had a hard time understanding why our peers found it so fun and or necessary to involve alcohol illegally in their weekend plans. We were having more laughs and fun than we could imagine without any drugs. What were we filled with? Why didn't we need anything else? Later, when I worked at camp, one of the things we would do is create a video of each week for the students to take home with them. One of the features on each week's video was a blurb from one of the counselors, an off-the-cuff-from-the-heart snippet of encouragement. I recently found the videotape from the week I was interviewed, and my response reminded me so much of what today's verse means to me, what real life under the guidance and excitement of the Holy Spirit is about. Here's what I said. I think so many times in our youth groups back home, we get tired of hearing the same things. Don't drink. Don't do drugs. Don't have sex. And that's good advice, to be sure. But why? So many kids here at camp and the ones I knew growing up weren't doing these things anyway. Don't we have any more to offer them? Do we have any explanation for what is filling them and what they can do with it? It just seems to me that those I've come across who were involved in these so-called greater sins are often engaging in them just to fill a void caused by, maybe, disobedience to parents rebellion, lying, or a poor self-image. So what I like to do is show them that Jesus has given them everything they need to be content, secure, high, unreal living. And it takes a lot of energy to do that, but I find that the energy is there when I need it. And anyway, if it means leading a young person to the Lord or just reconciling someone to their parents, <laughs> that's worth it. And that's healing through a holy infectiousness. Won't you take a sip and pass it on? Intersecting Faith and Life 
Are you in a prolonged stupor? Or are you tipsy on the outpourings of the Holy Spirit in your life? What's holding this back? Is there a dam keeping the river from flowing forth out of you, keeping it fresh and alive? Take the first step to remove it by looking back to a time when you were first saved or relying entirely on God to do work in His kingdom. And for further reading, visit 1 Corinthians 14.23 and Acts 7.51. Hey listeners, thanks for joining us for the Crosswalk.com devotional podcast. To get all of our episodes straight to your phone during the week, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. To find more devotional content like this, head over to crosswalk.com. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take or art to make, or perhaps businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. If you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform today or lifeaudio.com.